Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Wild Yoga Tribe podcast. I'm your host, Lily Allen Duenas. Together, we'll talk about the world of yoga and we'll talk to people from around the world. I wanted to let you all know that I'll be teaching yoga online this year. Classes will be live streamed and also available on demand. I have $15 coupons to send to new students. If you click the link in my show notes or head on over to my website, wildyogatribe.com, you'll find everything you need. I would love if you could join me for a class to help you feel centered, refreshed, and filled with ease. Ready to dive into the show? Let's get started. Namaste, family, and welcome back to the Wild Yoga Tribe podcast. Today, I'm so excited to welcome Huang Nguyen to the show today. She's a yoga teacher from Vietnam and is the studio owner of Om Hanoi Yoga and Cafe. She teaches yin yoga, therapy yoga, qigong, tai chi, and she hosts meditation retreats in Vietnam as well. She is a certified embodiment facilitator and is currently pursuing further education in somatic movements. So thank you so much, Huang, for coming onto the show today. Thank you, Lily. It's a pleasure to be with you. Thank you so much. So Huang, how did yoga first come into your life? I started it about 10 years ago. At that time, I was working in the business world, so busy and having uh, two kids uh, as well. And uh, some problems with my sleep. I, I was also doing some physical kind of exercises. I, it doesn't feel uh, suitable. It didn't feel suitable for me anymore. So I tried the first yoga classes in Hanoi at that time. More like a Dalini style of yoga, more curious than interested. And then uh, after that, I found this the first Western-style yoga studio in Hanoi, led by an expat. It, it just clicked with me. I was having a better sleep, and then feel, I felt much better after the classes. And then I kept practice on and off for a few years. And then in 2015, this studio owner, she she also organized teacher training. I joined in one of the courses. At that time, I was still working. It, it's more for me to, because I'm very interested and I'm curious about what is what I'm doing in this asana. The studio owner at that time had a branch, a branch studio in the center of Hanoi and she couldn't run it. So... She asked me to take over and I was very shy and I, I wouldn't, I would never dare teaching or leading yoga class ever. I thought that maybe it's a way for me to teach or to bring yoga to others, which is the initial intention for me when I came to yoga. Yeah, so I, I decided to take over the studio with the vegetarian cafe. Amazing. And can you tell us more about your yoga cafe? I'd love to hear what type of food you make and what type of classes you hold and what it's like and where it's like in Hanoi. It's a small um, studio, but typically we can hold about 20 uh, practitioners and cafe downstairs. 
it's also quite cozy and small uh, with a very relaxing setting that you can even lay down, sit there for whole day, uh, relaxing in a quiet area in the city of Hanoi. Some of the, my regular practitioners, they to practice yoga upstairs where we offer various styles like Vinyasa, Ayanga, inspired Thai yoga. And then my Tai Chi Chikong class is the flows meditation. Oh, that sounds beautiful. And I love that it's a ve- vegetarian cafe. So Huang, I know you suffered a rotator cuff injury and I know that changed your relationship to yoga. Could you tell our listeners more about that shift? Yes. I had my first injury in the rotator cuff. It was at the second year of my operation studio. And at that time, I was much into yoga. I did vinyasa flow every day. was totally into it. We are very lucky being one of very few English-speaking yoga studios in Hanoi. So we attract a lot of yoga practitioners and teachers. So some very high-class teachers came because they like Hanoi. So then they offered classes. I was so much into it. And after one, one class, then I, I got this problem in, the, in my left arm. I kept doing yoga, of course. Of course. And the more I practiced, the more injuries I had. Neck, and then my back, hip. Of course, not one at the same time. It spread out all over. And, and then one time, my yoga teacher did teacher training. He said, maybe I should do something else. So after that, I was interested in yin yoga. So I took training in yin and took classes. A lot of online that I went to some of the neighboring countries as well. Workshops. And still, it's better sometimes, and then it came back. I had this training with Qigong practitioner, a Qigong teacher from Germany, also a tourist in Hanoi. Then he offers teacher training. It didn't make much impression for me because it's very different from yoga. It's very little. It's not the stretches that we, strengths that we, we liked. At first, it didn't really impress me. However, I just did it. It was held in studio. But then, since with the, the injury, then I started to come back to those practice. And it, it did help me to, to release those pains. And then I, I also found some yoga teachers, some yoga man teacher trainings that also they combine Tai Chi, Qigong movement into yoga practice. A lot of kind of spiral where movement and waves, gentle, but also very, can also be very strong. And I I think that is the way it heals my injuries. Even though I am still on that, on that path, healing path of my physical injuries, it is actually turning out to be also my spiritual, emotional healing journey when I come back to those pains and when I meditate, see it, every activities throughout my days, I uh, learn and I study more and more. 
about the body, about so the universal yoga is the first practice that helps me to connect to my body and starting to discover and heal. Yes, uh, yoga is so healing. And I'm so grateful that you found different styles of movement and different traditions to help you find and progress on that healing journey. So some of our listeners might not know much about Qigong and Tai Chi, uh, or they might not even really know the difference between the two. Could you explain a little bit more for our listeners? Qigong is Chinese practice for thousands and thousands of years. And it was uh, a practice that was based on yin and yang, the Taoist principles in, in the East. Qi means the energy. It's the prana, the, the subtle uh, movement that moves uh, the body and the whole universe. In Qigong, the qi that we work with is to connect the qi of the universe uh, with us. And Kong, that means uh, work. So the work uh, with the energy. Because the energy is very, it's subtle, it's soft, it's gentle. So we will need to slow down. You, As you move slowly, you breathe slowly. And so the breath, the movement, and the conscious, the consciousness are combined together. So the mind, body, and breath, which is the same principle as yoga. But in, in a different kind of movement, which is much gentle, much, it's quite slow. It's, it's very easy to do. Actually, you can, it's more standing um, practice. So you stand on your feet. So it's both grounding. But also, you still you move the upper body more, the shoulders a lot around the arm and the shoulder area to open the chi path in your body. So that it's if there's no stagnant uh, of chi, there's no sickness according to Chinese medicine. It also have the sequences a lot of them. And you said that Huang, you said that you teach these yoga flows that also incorporate. Qigong and Tai Chi, yes? Yes. And what is that? Like, how do your, your students respond to that kind of mixing of different styles and traditions? So normally in the class, tune into the breath with the body. Then I would do some practice, maybe mostly on the floor, the yoga postures on the floor. Because in Tai Chi, Qigong, it's mainly standing. So then we will sit or lay down on the floor, then I will incorporate some pushes. So instead of going into a vigorous vinyasa yoga class, they may choose to go into my class. They still move, but in a more gentle way to take care of their, their body. I think it's amazing to have those offerings of, of places and spaces and classes that are more restorative and peaceful. So I think it's really beautiful to mix in. And I, I've always been so interested in Tai Chi and Qigong. I've only taken a little online class here and there, but I would love to learn more about it. Did you study Tai Chi and Qigong in Vietnam or somewhere else? Yeah. yeah yes, I study in Vietnam. First of all, it, it was actually from uh, Germany. He came to stay in Hanoi. He offered the, the classes, but he was a traveling martial art teacher. So he went to China and Japan to, to study Qigong. And, and so it was uh, my first training for, for, for level one. 
unlike the system of yoga, which is very, you have your yoga teacher training courses everywhere and they, they can be very, you know, professional and with certification and so on. It is not like that with Tai Chi and Qigong. And, and, uh, you have to maybe go to China to study them, Japan or, yeah, in Vietnam, they, it's more a, a pass-on practice. So you uh, have to follow a teacher who will then show you or teach you everything. So here I join a local Tai Chi. We, and we keep that. It, it's a, a, a daily practice early in the morning by the lake with a group of normal people. Just uh, we're all practitioners and follow uh, the teacher. And then I also do the courses online so that to know more about the movement. That makes complete sense. Yes. It's not the same at all as yoga teacher trainings. And they're now everywhere around the world. And there's millions of yoga accounts on Instagram and different things. So I know what you mean. And Huang, could you tell us more about somatic and embodiment? I love that these are things you're interested in. And I'd love to hear more. For me, yoga is the start of my healing process. And then I came to this somatic and uh, embodiment facilities actually during the COVID lockdown. So everything went online with a lot of courses. I attended the, the somatic yoga summit during the first lockdown here in 2020. And then after that, I was drawn into it, of course. And then I was searching and then went into this embodiment world. So somatic is more about the body. Soma is of the body. So you will tune into the body because I am very much into my mind. So it took me a lot to really know what is to feel the body. And maybe I think I started to get a glimpse of it with this now. When you, you can sense the body, you can uh, connect with uh, yourself in that way. And it's actually the healing process. And then embodiment is about the how-to. So there are many modalities to embody. So we use yoga, Tai Chi Qigong, martial art, dance, also yeah, improvisation, relating, authentic rela relating. Those are the modalities of embodiment we are using. So that to help people tune into the soma, into the body. Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing more about that. And Huang, could you tell us a little bit more about yoga in Vietnam? So in Vietnam, yoga is more fitness form. It appears very popularly everywhere, especially in those big gyms. They always have yoga together with many other things. And because yoga is from India, so they hire Indian teachers over here for some periods, many Indian people will come here and I'm not sure, so sure about their, their, their qualification, but I have heard a lot of complaints about injuries and being pushed by the teachers and so on, which is not happening in our studio. But anyway, for me, it, it's okay as well when people can start tuning into the body through the yoga practice with their breath and their mind. However, I think I, I wish to still uh, work in, on changing this concept of yoga because it shouldn't be just physical. 
Yeah, and then go into the fancy postures and very flexible or very strong. I wish to bring more messages to everyone about yoga as a, a healing practice. So you go inside. So it's more an inward journey, not just physical outside, which is uh, very important for many people right now. But still, it's to go in and to work with ourselves for the healing uh, part and then also for what you can offer out uh, to the world. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that and explaining more about yoga in Vietnam and what it's like. I understand that yoga as an exercise or being pushed too hard, I can understand how that's a concern for the community. And I think that's a global concern. But also, could you share about your country, Huang? Maybe some of our listeners are dreaming of visiting Vietnam, and they'd love to hear just a little bit more about what your country's like. Yes, I love still. Okay, Vietnam, my country is very new development country. So we have been through a lot, through the war a lot, a long time during the whole history. And so my parents' generation, they were in the last war. That, and then with all this uh, crazy development going on, so Vietnam is catching up quickly and that is giving a lot of challenges uh, to the country. So, however, we, we are also a very um, spiritual country. And although we lost some of the traditions on the way, but I, but in the core, we, the Vietnamese people, religious, in a way, we have those values in the family, in the community. So Huang, if some of our listeners want to learn more about you and about your wonderful yoga studio and vegetarian cafe, Om Hanoi in Vietnam, where is a good place that they can find you? Yes, thank you. My studio, Om Hanoi Yoga and Cafe, you can find it on uh, Facebook. Uh, we have an, uh, a website as well. However, it's uh, not working at the moment. We, we authentic, a small-sized uh, yoga studio. And we are planning to also making uh, a retreat, small retreat in Hanoi and maybe also outside Hanoi, my city, in the, in the future when, when things are coming back, when people can travel again. So hopefully you can search us uh, for us on, uh, on Google Hanoi Yoga and Cafe. Perfect. Thank you so much, Huang, for joining me today on the podcast. It has been a joy to be with you. Thank you so much for the chance to be with you and share this um, passion. Thank you, Lily. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Wild Yoga Tribe podcast. My conversation with Huang, a yoga teacher from Vietnam, was so delightful as we learned more about yoga in Hanoi and about how a rotator cuff injury changed her relationship to yoga and moved her more towards Qigong, Tai Chi, embodiment, and somatic movement. I hope that this conversation made you curious about spiritual and emotional healing and that journey that movement can offer. Thank you so much for listening to the Wild Yoga Tribe podcast. Be well. 
you for the gift of your attention today. If you feel called, please share this episode with someone who you think could benefit from it. Leaving a review would also be so appreciated. Also, I hope you can join me for yoga classes live streamed and on demand on Moxie, a new platform where I'm hosting classes. To take advantage of those $15 off coupons available for new students, the links are in the show notes as well as on my website, wildyogatribe.com. I'll see you on the mat. And as always, be well, dear one, be well.